hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. For two blokes talking tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. With all the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. It's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I brilliant. think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two blokes talking tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. We absolutely <laughs> have the best job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two blokes talking tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Good morning. This is episode 32 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. And I say good morning because this is an Apple special edition. And I welcome Stephen Fennick. G'day, mate. Hi, mate. Up bright and early today, Trevor. That is it. We are talking... uh, Well, let's talk iPhone. That's what Apple wanted to do. So we'll tell you all about the new iPhone and Apple's announcements today. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for connecting your home. We'll tell you more about them later, mate. Today, um, and we're talking Sydney time, Australian time, uh, 4 a.m. I don't know about you, but I got a couple of hours sleep before that. Um, there was no live stream of this event today, so we relied heavily on tech blogs. Um, and I actually found a BB, uh, sorry, a CNN feed, which is about 30 minutes delayed, which was quite handy to get a get a feel for the event and the delivery. So it's kind of interesting timing for us because early morning and, and not a lot of people yeah. there. Tell us about the the venue. Yeah, the venue is actually at Apple's headquarters now. I've, I've been lucky enough to attend a lot of these Apple events. Uh, they're usually held in downtown San Francisco, either at the Moscone Center or the Yerba Winter Center for the Arts, which are much larger venues than the town hall. I understand that no international press attended the event because it was a much smaller venue, as I mentioned. But, uh, yeah, 4 a.m. kickoff our time. And, yeah, there was no live uh, video feed. I think Apple did a live video for the Worldwide Developer Conference back in June, mm. but there wasn't one today. Uh, yeah. So we were relying on all the tech blogs, uh, live feeds, and also Twitter. Twitter was a great source of info. A lot of lot of comments coming across on uh, the Twitter sphere as well. Yeah, and I think just a step before we talk about the actual phone, it was it was one of those. It was an hour and a half or, or thereabouts, um, yeah. and it was a bit it was a bit one of those analyst style events where it was a recap of everything we already knew. Um, recapping, you know, sales figures for music and and download numbers for uh, for Apple OS X Lion, um, you know iPad sales and different things like that. It was a, yep. it was a lot of um, new CEO Tim Cook announcements and recapping before yeah, we was. got to before we got to rolling out the big guys and they what they did they roll out product demos and product managers for you know iOS five and they announced that and iOS five is coming to us on October twelve. But mate, the big thing um, the big thing was really the iPhone announcement and that was not an iPhone five, mate. It was an iPhone four S. No, well, the yeah, the little uh, a lot of people are disappointed. I think this morning that we don't have a brand new, the totally redesigned uh, iPhone, iPhone five. Everyone expected that. I think the the rumor mill sort of just was just feeding on itself. I think up until <laughs> the launch and the anticipation was so high and the speculation. I think it was wishful thinking on everyone's part yeah. that we were going to get a new iPhone five. And it's like Apple are going to take a bit of a hit on this because they haven't announced an iPhone five. But it's not really. It's Apple are a victim 
victim of their own popularity in this case and all the rumours that were swirling around. You know, I even did a rumour roundup on Tech Guide yesterday mm. about what we thought was likely and unlikely, and I got that half of that wrong as well. So uh, them announcing the – I think Phil Schiller got up on stage and introduced the iPhone 4S, which he described as same on the outside but totally different on the inside, which uh, I think is a pretty good description. Yeah, and, and so it is, for, for people wondering what this is, it is the iPhone 4 with a with a new inside. When you walk into the store, you won't be able to tell the things apart. It's very similar. If you hark back to 2009, they released the iPhone 3GS, and that, from the outside, uh, exactly the same to look at, but inside it was more powerful and a better phone. Um, yeah, but look on the bright side, Trevor. There's a lot of case manufacturers that are breathing a sigh of relief this morning. <laughs> their uh, their cases will still fit the new iPhone 4S. Exactly right. <laughs> so you know the the some of the rumours just to, just to go backwards. You know, and, and I guess let's let's talk some some negatives in a sense to start with yep. just before we get into the into the big stuff. Um, there are some things missing here, and that that is, for me that's near field communications. I think yep. having an NFC chip, which even the Blackberries now have, and a lot of the Android phones are starting to have. Is is I think a disadvantage only because it is starting to become quite popular in the states. Um, tap and go payments. It's it's a little bit behind here, but I just think when you think that it's going to be another year before we see the next iPhone, maybe maybe eight months, but more likely a year. Um, that that's a year of delay. That's a year behind the behind the case. And, yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, you got to remember that there are there are handsets that exist today with NFC. Just to touch on the NFC yeah. subject, uh, like the the Nexus S, the Google phone mm. has already got NFC. Um, but Apple, Apple, have, like you got to remember, Apple march to the beat of their own drum. Now, yeah. I remember when the original iPhone came out back in 2007. We didn't even see that in Australia. Mm. That was a 2G phone, and it was it had a lot of features. People were howling about the features that it left out. But one thing Apple does with their products, it leaves a definite line of progression so you know like it's probably a no-brainer that the iPhone 5 is going to have NFC mm. they, they, they leave themselves a, a distinct line to improve the product that everyone knows people are still going to go back and buy the, the iPhone 4s mm. uh, NFC is for you and I is something really important. Most of the punters out there probably could live that they and, wouldn't be too bad living without it. But, and that's um, the point, isn't it? The point yeah. is that that the average member of the community who isn't following tech blogs and isn't doing all this kind of stuff is is just thinking this is it. It's faster. It's it's nicer. It's better. And they're not seeing the things that should be in the pipeline and are in the pipeline. And the other thing about the the things that are allegedly missing is that what you get is you get a quality device. This thing, yeah. Apple make quality product and they don't let things fail so they want to test things extensively they want to make things work so that's probably it what would what to you other than you know, NFC which is the first thing that comes to my mind what to, what to you is the, is the one thing that if if it had to be said is missing now what would you say that is I'd say the larger screen. Mm. We're seeing so many competitors like HTC, Sony Ericsson, that all these other companies are producing phones with four-inch screens, 4.5-inch screens. Mm. And the iPhone 4S has still got the same 3.5-inch screen that is is on previous model. So in that area, they're being left behind. They're still obviously going to have the retina display, really sharp display, which is is probably one of the best on the market. But they're going to be left behind in terms of screen size. I think... You, you, we we had our little pre pre show chat earlier about the thinness of the device too. Mm. There's a lot of companies now coming in with thinner devices. I think the Galaxy yep. S2. There's a few other products that are sneaking in now that are that are thinner than this. So it's going to uh, the, the new features though, which we'll get to in a minute. They will bring this up. People will find those attractive though. Well, let's do that right now. Let's talk in tech. 
You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Travel on and Stephen Fennick. Yeah, well, we, we mentioned there's a lot of new features, and, and just, to re, just to repeat what we said earlier, the iPhone 4S, as Apple, this is Apple's words, it's, it looks the same on the outside, but it's been totally reinvented on the inside. And part of that reinvention, uh, there's three, three main things for me, is the faster processor. I think it's got an A5 mm-hmm. dual-core processor. It's got an 8-megapixel camera now that's not only, not only can shoot, uh, you know, obviously, bigger file, bigger size pictures, but also better quality pictures, also full high-definition video. But I think probably the most interesting feature for, for me is this new voice-activated digital assistant called Siri, where you can actually talk to the phone and it'll talk back to you. Yeah, I think so. Th- those, are that, those are probably the, the basic things that when, like I've already done one radio spot this morning, when people say, what's different? You'll, I've been saying, well, it's faster, it's got a better camera, and it's looking at voice recognition. <clears throat> There's a lot of other things under the hood, um, but I think those are the three things that you could probably hang your hat on if you were to sell the iPhone 4S between, uh, you know, if you were sending it in front of the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 4S, what would you say to someone? I think you'd say faster, better camera, and voice control, would you? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and also uh, increased capacity. There is now a 64 gig model too, so that's another that's another new feature, a larger capacity. Because let's face it, we're downloading more content. We can shoot. We're going to shoot more video. This thing shoots full HD video, so being able to store that full HD video is important. So that added capacity up to 64 gigs is going to come in really handy. And just on that, before we start talking about some of the individual things, um, the iPhone 4, which will still be available, as will the iPhone 3GS. So they keep the old um, the old curve baby uh, running as a really cheap model, um, something like under five hundred dollars here in, in in Australia. It's four forty nine. It is the and the, it's unlocked as well. That that's right. It, it's it's those things that um, that allow you to get the difference. But the iPhone four is only going to be available in eight gig, so it's kind of going to be a bit of an entry level iPhone four. Essentially, the new iPhone four S will be available in in, in the sixteen thirty two and sixty four. Uh, that's going to be the the hallmark phone, and the iPhone four. <laughs> confused will be 8 gig and, and a little yeah, bit cheaper. That's so, your entry level phone but the hero product is obviously the iPhone 4S which will go on sale. Uh, I think they're taking pre-orders October 7 which mm-hmm. is what day after tomorrow yep. and uh, goes on sale which I predicted on Tech Guide exclusively, no, not exclusively yeah. but I predicted it among other people. Yeah. October 14 it'll be available. And uh, you know the most important thing I need to tell you is this is, and this is hugely breaking news as we speak. Uh, Telstra have made a very very extensive announcement this morning. Peter, <laughs> Stephen have you seen this? I uh, haven't yet. A Telstra spokesman said we are pleased to confirm that Telstra will be bringing the iPhone 4S to our customers when it launches in Australia. Wow. That's let's bring, let's bring the newspapers. <laughs> yeah. Stop the presses. <laughs> Thanks, Scoop. Oh, oh, you know, all we wait for now is an announcement from Vodafone saying, shock, we're going to sell it too. And yeah, then Optus I'll be will follow. Optus mm. do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's 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 kind of your your wish wash, but uh, we'll, we'll get more details as they come out. And they'll, they'll do the same thing. They'll, they'll draw it out. You'll wait till the 12th for some of them to announce We should it have another bet too on the data plans, Trevor. We know that last yeah. year you had a bet that you lost spectacularly. So I think we should. Uh, if, I'll give you a chance to make up for that this year. How's we'll, that? We'll, we'll do that next week. And and the other thing, and I know it's a sidebar, but uh, you know, Telstra. This could be an interesting one for Telstra. We 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 tried to gamble on this last time. Telstra announced yesterday some ridiculously low prepaid pricing plans um, that that really compete with even those new guys, Amazim and and, uh, and Red Bull and people like that. So it yep. is very interesting. Maybe 
maybe, just maybe, they're going to reinvent themselves here um, with the iPhone 4S. So we'll have to wait and see. Quite possibly. But can I just add one more thing while you're talking about Telstra? Yeah. One of the things that people anticipated with the, well, they were, what they expected to be the iPhone 5 was 4G. Mm. Now, for iPhone 4S doesn't have that. But it's a sure bet that the iPhone 5 is going to be a 4G handset. I'll go on record as saying that now. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. iPhone not. 5 will be 4G when it's released next year. I'm with you on that and while we wrap that up, um, I haven't watched to the end of the announcement that part but on the blogs it's very interesting um, the, the use of the word 4G was in inverted commas on all the blogs yes. because they know that when, and I think, so what they've done, and we'll talk about this with the antenna but they, they are saying this is a faster download because they've done some work with the antenna we'll talk about in a minute but the, the, they were very clear not to say this is a 4G device, they were saying Though in in some hinting way that it's just as good as 4G in America, so yeah, very interesting. G is kind of like our next G kind of thing, isn't it? That, exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now I don't reckon this part got um, will probably get as much uh, hype as it, as it should uh, because of all the other things going on. But they did launch a little thing here um, called Find My Friends. Now Find My iPhone has been an important part of the iPhone, and, and it's a real. It's the only phone I've tested several in recent weeks with with an current affairs story. It's very hard to find a really good Android device, uh, sorry, app that will help you find your phone. Find My Phone was always a, a paid option through the mobile me, but it's become free through iCloud. Um, find your phone, you know, great. Find your device is great but find my friends now which was announced today subtly in the middle of the whole thing will allow you to not only find all of your devices but you and i steve could say let's meet up at um, you know fox studios um i'll see you there at five and i can turn my availability on you know to to allow you to see where i am so that we can find each other via gps and importantly I can turn that off so that it says just just make this available for a few hours so that it doesn't stay on and you can't find me forever. I think that's a really cool feature. I think it is too. Um, find my friend. I think it's great too, for, like you mentioned, being able to meet up with your friends. It's also going to be a good feature so you can maybe you can check to see where your kids are. You can yep. see that make sure your your child has maybe gotten your, they've got, arrived at school okay. Uh, things like that. And like you mentioned, it is something you can turn on and off. So this isn't going to be the eye stalker app for anybody. So you can you can switch this off if you don't want to be found. But yeah, really handy feature. And I think it's one of those new apps that they announced today. I think that's going to be be part of iOS 5 or is it just going to be on the iPhone 4S? Oh, I'm not think, sure, but... Um, I think it'll be part of iOS 5. And the other thing about it is, and you mentioned the parental stuff, This is and this is the smarts of it, and there'll be some people looking deeply into the privacy to make sure it's all above board because, you know, we love a good privacy story. Um, <laughs> but the, for, for parents, you'll be able to put it on your kid's phone and stop them turning it off. So yep. there'll be parental controls that stop you stop your kids turning off the Find My Phone, so that you can actually make sure you know where they are. Which yeah, you, you don't understand. Like your kids are a bit younger than mine. My kids have got their own iPhones, and this is a, such a handy feature. Because you know how many times I've got a, my daughter's coming home on the bus, and I've got to pick her up from the bus stop, or my son's such you know saying he's here, and I've got to pick yep. him up. This is going to be such a handy feature, so you can actually track them coming on the bus where, where you're going to pick them up from, or where where, where they are at the time. This is going to be a really cool feature the parents are going to love. Find my friends. That's in iOS 5. We're pretty confident it'll be available on the iPhone 4 as well because the, the, the software, the GPS is all there. So um, it's, it's an announcement today as a part of the iPhone uh, iOS 5, which will launch and be available for download on October 12.
Now, for my money, Trevor, I think the most significant feature of the iPhone 4S uh, is this new Siri uh, uh, feature, which is the voice-activated, they call it a digital assistant. It mm. kind of talks back to you in that GPS kind of voice that asks you, you can actually talk to the phone, like you can ask the phone, what's the weather going to be like today? Do I need to wear a jacket today? Or you can even say, look up the word, whatever you want to look up, uh, and it'll go into, it'll then speak back to you as well you can also set reminders you can even dictate to the phone so if you don't mm. want to if you're on the if you're in the middle of a run you need to dictate an email or a text message or uh, you can do it all using your voice which I, I think is a huge a huge new feature that they currently list this as a beta mm, very interesting isn't it so uh, it's going obviously going to be tinkered with they've also specified that it's going to be available obviously in English and hopefully you'll understand our Australian accents that's going to be one thing with it that I'm hoping works pretty well. But well, uh, I think a pretty cool cool new feature. I think it's a great feature. There's a couple of things about it. I am most excited about this above any voice control system because they specifically mentioned Australia on the screen. Okay, It said UK, US and Australia. Now, that's a big thing for us because I've got to tell you, I've got, we've all used Android phones um, and they've all got this. And I, I dictated a message yesterday while I was walking through the shops because I had my son and it was just easier. Um, and it just, it balls it up. It was just terrible. You've got to talk to these things in Southern American accents and it's 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 immaculate. It's amazing. Americans love this stuff because Southern it works American, for them. Southern American, like a, like a Absolutely. Texan or North American. No, Texan. <laughs> no, so, other than so, Southern USA. Okay. Um, it, it, it's just never very good. So there's a couple of things about this. Yeah, it's amazing technology because the thing is, it's actually not about the voice recognition that they're, they're, they're touting because that's great, but the, everyone's got that. It's about the, the AI, the artificial intelligence behind this, the ability to press the button and say, should I, do I need an umbrella today? And it will yeah, tell you yes or that's no. Good. That's the smarts behind it. That's what's really interesting. Um, you know, it, if, if, you, if you reply to someone, if someone says, you know, you write for lunch and you say, how's Friday? You can check your diary beforehand using the voice assistant. Now, while it's wonderful to, to, to see the technology happen, I still think it's a complete wank. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how, unless you're on your own. So, in the car, I can see some benefit to this. Yeah. Because, you, know, you can also read up. out your text messages, too, and you can reply then by voice, too. So, it's going gonna, it's gonna to open up the device in places where you're not, can't, you know, and you know it yourself, touchscreen typing is not the most accurate thing in the world. That's right. If this can help that, then we're on our way. Uh, some advice. Get get a keyboard, okay? BlackBerry, hello. No. <laughs> hello, Mr. BlackBerry. <laughs> hello. Okay. But, uh, for but, those, the rest of us, though, who like a touchscreen device, want a bigger screen, this is this is a feature that's going to really enhance the use of the product. Like, they've got a video on the Apple website of a guy in the middle of a run. Mm. Now, I can relate to this. I don't know how much you run, Trev, but I run a lot with my iPhone. <laughs> and this is a guy on a run yeah. setting up a calendar date during his run. Mm. Uh, and then the, the phone answers back saying, oh, look, you've already got something at 12. Do you want to move it? And he says, okay, move it to two. When you're and on a run. the digital assistant went, okay. And it's like he's talking to his, his personal secretary. He's actually talking to his iPhone. So when you're on a, a run, cool, don't, powerful you just, feature. don't you just want to be on a run when you're on a run? Well, in our connected world, Trev, yeah. it doesn't always work <laughs> out that way. And uh, if you're busy people, <laughs> they still want to exercise. But unfortunately, that work intrudes. And this makes it an easy way to, to get all that done. 
for me, I think it's amazing technology. I think the AI behind it is amazing. I really am excited about seeing the Australian accent recognition, and I'm very, very nervous for the people at Apple when you and I get to go into Apple HQ and sit down and they demonstrate it. Because you know what they're like when they demonstrate? They, they show you everything and they make you yeah. test it. I remember they made me play with GarageBand when, it, when the iPad 2 came out. <laughs> they just, made you, did they? embarrassing. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's no, fine. They're like, no, no, play a song. I'm like, oh, really? Um, but I just really hope it recognizes my voice because I don't want to be embarrassed. Um, but anyway, I, I, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm excited about it. As a technology, I think you're more excited about though as a as a practical application than I am. So we shall wait and see. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we thank the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. If you want anything to connect your home or your business, uh, Netgear can help you out. Whether it's uh, a new modem, a new router, or whether it's something to do with improving your network. Now, um, uh, a little little plug for Stephen, techguide.com.au. There is actually a review that Stephen's done this week of the uh, Netgear Universal Wi-Fi Range Extender. Yeah, I talked it. about this a couple of weeks ago. A great little device because um, it's just a PowerPoint device. If you've got Wi-Fi at one end or upstairs or downstairs in the home and it's not extending perfectly to the other end, somewhere in between in a PowerPoint, you simply plug this device in, press one button on that, press one button on the router, and it's connected. It creates a new little network for the other end of the house or the other the side of the house, which gives you great Wi-Fi. Um, that, those are the kind of products that Net- Netgear bring to market. And in this connected world, as Stephen just said, uh, when you're using every device under the sun and you've got this many you know, iPhones or iPads or whatever it is in the home, having the right network and the, and the right connect- connectivity is important. So check out netgear.com.au. Now... The camera. This I am actually really impressed with this because the camera is good. Like the camera applications on the on the iPhone are fantastic. You know, there's and there's some great add-on applications, Instagram and things like that. But the camera itself was again, it was one of those things that was a little bit a little bit behind the times when you look at what's available now on other phones. So to come out now with an eight megapixel full high definition camera. This is this is good stuff, and they showed some really interesting technology behind it. Uh, I think this is a real selling point for the phone because they're they're aiming squarely at the compact point and shoot here. Absolutely, and you, you, we know that our, our phone has become our camera. We carry our phone with us everywhere. It's our camera now. Uh, the iPhone 4 camera I thought was okay at 5 megapixel, but the iPhone 4S, going by the specs they're mentioning, 8 megapixel might sound less than other cameras, phone cameras, others are touting 10, 12, but the actual quality of the picture that that takes uh, is going to be enhanced. It's got a new sensor that adds a lot of brightness to your images, uh, a little bit more clarity, but the optics... It, we're going to see a real difference. It's going to the shutter speed is has increased as well, so you can take photos faster uh, with iOS 5. Too, one of the features that that the, that they showed was you double click the home button, and that'll bring if we're in the lock screen, you double click the home button, and it'll bring up a little camera icon. So you just tap that, and you're straight into the camera, and you can then use the volume up key as the shutter key. So mm. rather than having to touch the the icon on the screen, you can actually hold it like a camera and use the volume key to capture images. So it is. Uh, and the full HD, it's going to be the go-to camera for everyone who carries this around. You know, uh, we've talked about my kids and, and the proliferation of the body things. Um, the the number of photos that I take of my children on a normal camera is quite low nowadays. And I noticed this the other day. We went to get some photos, you know, printed out, and I realised the the best, not the best photos, but the best situations 
for for photos for my for my new baby have been taken on my camera on my phone and yep. therefore the quality hasn't been that great so that's why when people think about the the camera in your phone it's really important to make sure that it's not only you know million megapixels but it's actually taking good quality so they've done yep. some work on the lenses here they've done some work on the speed um, yeah, uh, that it the takes the improved. photos, um, the, the speed that it takes between photos, different things like that. These are, these are smart little things that are really important for, for a camera phone if you're going to try and challenge the, the point and shoot. Well, I am... It, yeah, just on that, the, the challenge is going to be helped but with the inclusion of things like it's got face detection, image mm. stabilization, and you can edit the photos right on the iPhone. So that, they're, they're pretty cool features that will, like you said, they'll challenge the dedicated digital cameras. And, and just a, a sidebar thing, another one of those little things they announced um, as, a, as a, just an inclusion here tonight today, and I think it relates to the camera, is cards. There's an application called Cards, which, yeah. which we haven't really got details on in Australia yet, but in, in the States for you know two or three bucks... You can choose a photo on your phone. You can make a card up, you know, beautiful graphic cover and, you know, type something on the inside and actually have it posted from the phone. So, essentially, it goes up to the cloud, Apple print it somewhere, and then it gets delivered. And in the States, they'll even send you a notification when it's been delivered to the person's post office. <laughs> That's it's, handy. So, snail mail lives, doesn't it? Well, isn't that interesting, though? You know, um, I don't know if you, if you use Vistaprint at all, but Vistaprint do a lot of this. They, they, they send you emails. We've got a special deal. You buy business cards or whatever it is, and they, they send them to your home. You do it all online. It's actually a very handy service and a very handy thing. And let's not kid ourselves. The post isn't dead. And the, again, we go back to the average consumer. My wife will go crazy with this thing. We could easily just take a photo and choose, you know, uh, announcement cards or thank you cards and send a few cards out to people. I think this is a sleeper in terms of the, the bulk market out there that will use this kind of thing. It'd just be interesting to see how they integrate it around the world because, you know, yep. we've got to have local availability of these things. Mm-hmm. But um, you've got look- to remember too, with iCloud, which was also announced today to be available October twelve, mm. uh, all the photos that you take on your iOS five devices. So you take a photo on your iPhone four S, it'll be sent up to the cloud and then send, then streamed down to your other other Mac, your Mac, and also your iPad. So all those great photos, you can have them all on your other devices as well. And and the way that works, just quickly, if you take the photo on your iPhone, it automatically sends it to the cloud. You open up your iPad. There's actually another folder called a Photo Stream, and that's your cloud based photos it's really interesting stuff and it's it's really merging all the devices together two blokes talking tech two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick a feature that really interested me in the, in this uh, the announcement this morning for the iPhone 4S was all around the antenna now we cast our minds back just over 12 months ago when the iPhone 4 came out and the, the metal band around the, that holds the front and back panels of the device together is actually the antenna. Now, mm. there were some bloggers who, if they gripped the phone in a certain way, they lost bars reception on the phone and it caused a huge stir. I think they called it Antenna Gate. It was a, a big thing. It actually prompted Apple to hold an event, uh, yes. a, a one-off event to explain themselves, to look at the data behind the number of dropouts and to explain the fact that hardly anyone was actually complaining about this. Uh, I found when I got my review iPhone 4, I tested out this feature too and I didn't drop any calls. It was kind of a storm in a teacup, but 
what they've done now, they've redesigned the antenna. It still looks the same, but there's actually more than one antenna on the band of the phone. So what it mm. can do in real time is switch between one of the two antennas on the phone to ensure that you're getting the best reception and call quality. And and the, one of the things that they touted here is, and this is amazing to think that software and hardware engineers have been able to work towards this. They've basically been able to double the download speeds because uh, of using this antenna. They've been able to bring it up to full HSDPA speeds uh, for downloads, which is you know double in terms of what the iPhone was capable of before. It's, it's I mean, this is the smarts behind what they're doing there, and um, and really interesting to see that they've they've again shown the the the, the bare bones of this antenna, which they did the first time, um, <laughs> and and it backfired a little bit. But uh, again, they're, they're now touting this as a, a radical improvement in terms of download speeds and just general efficiency uh, in using the antenna. Another thing too is that it's not a it's got two radios in it now, so it's not only a GSM phone, it's also a CDMA phone in the same device so Which, they don't have to make a separate device for cdma operators i think it was it verizon in the u.s that a cdma operator yeah so it's it's across the board any any operator in the world uh, in any country can now use the same device which i think is a, a breakthrough as well and that is radical and just to, there would have been a massive boardroom discussion about this because in the end taking the cdma out of this phone would would have allowed them to make it thinner or lighter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they've made a really concerted decision here to go, you know what, we're just going to have one phone. Boom, it's this one device. This is a world phone. It's for everywhere. And we'll work on, you know, we'll, we'll keep improving. We'll keep making it better over the years. So really interesting stuff. Um, the antenna, you, you can read a lot about it on the Apple website. And, and while we say that, the, the Apple website does have fantastic overview of everything about the iPhone 4S, which we simply cannot uh, cover today. Um, but the antenna is an important part about that. If you love your download speeds, and we've got some great networks here, we've said it before, uh, the iPhone 4S is not just about speed of launching and speed of cameras, it's about speed of downloads too. Well, mate, I can already go to the Apple website and go to the store, and I can also read it in your extensive review at techguide.com.au of the announcement. Uh, the unlocked iPhone 4, which is the existing model but in 8 gigabytes, will be available for $679. Uh, and the unlocked iPhone 3GS, which is the 2009 model, so that's only two years old, yeah. um, 8, 8 gig again is 449 Those are available for pre-orders Oh, they're available, uh, I think, to pre-order now. Um, but essentially, um, all shipping and, and starting around October 14. Um, what, what about the iPhone 4S, mate? The iPhone 4S, they haven't, they've just said that it starts at $799. So you expect that'll be for the 16 gig version. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably ranging up, I'd say, probably go $899, $999, then for the 32 and 64 gig, respectively. Uh, pre-orders starting October 7 for a launch for October 14. But I also just want to just touch on really quickly that the, the they've also announced new iPods. They've yeah. updated the iPod Nano. It's got a slightly different operating system. I think it looks the same. The icons are larger on the screen now. But they've also announced to a new white iPod Touch. The iPod Touch, uh, like the iPhone 4S, will also be available in capacities up to 64 gig as well. And uh, there are, you know, there's a lot of stuff going to be written about this for a long time. And interestingly, the Classic is still available. It's I mean, still it, there. It the click wheel, the click wheel lives. It wasn't shown on screen today, but they were just talking about upgrades. They haven't changed the Classic. It's there's nothing different about it. It's still available for two seventy nine on the on the Apple Store. Um, there's a whole stack to cover here. We will talk more about this in the coming weeks. 
as different things become available about it. But um, I think that's um, that's a reasonably top level coverage of uh, today's announcement from uh, from Tim, the CEO uh, of Apple over in Cupertino. Uh, Stephen, uh, thank you very much. We shall talk again next week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Yes, we will. Thanks a lot, Trevor, and uh, we hope you can get some sleep, mate. We have both had an early morning. Thanks, buddy.